0: Hello, I'm Sean Milne and welcome to another edition of the Kilted Kiwi podcast. Today I'll be joined by Alex Fowkes, the Managing Director of Kaitaki Consulting, to talk about his plans for planting a billion trees across Scotland to fight climate change and restore biodiversity. (laughs) So, Alex Fuchs, you are the managing director of Kaitaki Consulting. Tell us a little bit about the firm. What does it do?
1: Well, we are a relatively new organisation, a couple of years old, uh, set up and inspired by uh, landscape-scale ecological restoration in uh, New Zealand. Our aim is to to be involved in in restoring ecosystem functioning and to improve habitats all across Scotland to help address the. The decline in, in uh, native biodiversity to, to help uh, plant a lot more trees to restore uh, peatlands and wetlands and other ecosystems. But in but in doing that also to address the uh, climate crisis and to help sequester, uh, we hope, millions and millions of tons of CO2 and CO2 equivalent. So we've got quite uh, ambitious goals and we want uh, a lot of people to be involved in this uh, process in the run-up to um, into the, the Climate Change Conference COP26 this year. But on, onwards uh, for years going, uh, we, we, we're, we're looking at a 10 year plan. But of course, when you're planting trees and managing habitats, it's for life and, and hopefully beyond that.
0: I guess the surprise here for many people would be, is this not happening already? I mean, does Scotland Joe need more trees? Well, yes,
1: and so, of course, Scotland uh, and Britain itself is, has some of the lowest level of forestry cover and, so, and certainly some of the lowest level of native forestry cover of any country in Europe. So we certainly do need more trees, and I think we need a lot more native trees. We need to restore a lot of damaged habitats, um, not just to provide habitat for a species, not just to sequester millions of tonnes of carbon, but also for the benefits it will have in terms of uh, alleviating floods Uh, in terms of soil quality and a whole range of other benefits in terms of providing wonderful places for people to visit and to take their dogs walking and their kids out into the wonderful uh, wild of Scotland. We have a beautiful country uh, but a lot of it is ecologically fairly uh, poor and we can improve on that. Um, Scotland has been described in large parts as an ecological desert so there's a lot of work to be done. The uplands have been stripped of their native uh, habitats and we need to address that. So, I hope that this year is going to be the year of rewilding, but I don't think, and it shouldn't just be this year. I think every year should be the year of rewilding.
0: So, you've mentioned a few times there native species. Why is that important?
1: Well, native species have uh, all manner of uh, benefits for biodiversity. The much higher levels of biodiversity and native biodiversity within uh, native broadleaf uh, and uh, oak forests that you find on the west coast of Scotland, and, and the amazing pine woods that you find in Caledonian forest, um, and uh, and that primarily that is because of the diversity of species you find within uh, a mixed uh, forestry, whereas with a plantation forest, um, you may have some uh, levels of biodiversity, and you you will have some levels of carbon sequestration, but generally they are still it's still a monoculture, and it's you know created for the purposes of uh, forestry and timber, and, and you can get uh, benefits from native uh, forestry in terms of timber and, uh, and extraction as well. Um, so yes, yeah, so the, the native forestry for us is what we're focusing on. And is that there's um, significant benefits uh, for uh, planting for the forestry in a whole range of ways.
0: And how do you as kaitake intend to help that contribution?
1: Well, we're set up as a business uh, uh, specifically to work with a whole range of different organizations. Now, be they conservation organizations, uh, landowners, um, and and whoever wants to improve and develop their land, we will work with them. But we also want to work with local authorities. And fundamentally, we want to work with businesses. Now, one of the things that you may well know is that businesses are very keen now to, uh, to become carbon neutral. And one of the best ways they can become carbon neutral is, is to reduce their emissions, uh, but then um, they're still likely to have emissions. So by carbon offsetting and offsetting purely against new forestry and new uh, carbon that's sequestered, uh, they can offset and their emissions become carbon neutral. And that's happening. Um, and certainly um, some countries are moving faster than others. I think in Scotland and Britain, we should move a lot faster and we should be very ambitious in this. And, and, and I think uh, a lot of uh, individuals as well as companies I need to get on board and address this issue.
0: A lot of people might be quite cautious of this word offsetting. You know, you talking about using that for new forest planting and new sequestration. Is there, is there a, a fine line to be trod here?
1: Yeah, that's right. So it's very important that any offsetting is does have uh, uh, benefits uh, to our carbon accounting. So if we're just offsetting existing forestry and existing carbon in soils and peatlands. It's an ill sum game. There's no gain for our overall carbon budget. But if we're planting millions of other trees, restoring soils and habitats and peatlands and sequestering millions of extra tonnes, then uh, the the, the beauty of carbon offsetting is it can provide money to fund that. uh, And that's a great thing. Uh, And and we can uh, use uh, land-based solutions to pull millions of tonnes out of the uh, atmosphere. And, and this is not, of course, the only way that we need to uh, address the climate crisis and reduce um, carbon dioxide and other uh, greenhouse gas emissions. But it's certainly one of one of the many solutions, and ones that
0: we are going to be working on uh, a lot over the next few years. And you've launched the Billion Trees Scotland campaign. Can you explain that in yes. a bit more detail?
1: Yes. Yeah, so the purpose of the Billion Trees Scotland campaign is is really to uh, encourage lots of different uh, organisations to get on board. And to plant across Scotland uh, over the next 10 years 1 billion native trees. Now, it sounds like a lot and it is a lot of trees, but other countries are doing that, and in some uh, parts of the world, they're uh, aiming to plant even more. And in terms of the amount of space required to plant a billion trees, uh, it's not such a vast area when you consider that there's a lot of land that. Is marginal land that uh, is currently used for other purposes that could be transitioned to um, to, to planting trees. But it's very important that we get it right and and don't plant uh, trees in the wrong place. So it's it's the, the dictum of the right tree in the right place for the right reason is very important. Uh, and we have made mistakes by planting uh, forestry, especially plantation forestry on deep peat and peatlands before. So we need to work with local communities with organisations. Um, such as Trees for Life, Borders, Forest Trust, Woodland Trust, and other conservation groups, as well as large landowners who are already doing a lot of good work in terms of the rewilding, uh, such as uh, Anders Poulsen with his wildling company on his estates and others to to encourage uh, uh, large-scale ecological restoration and planting. And it's happening, but we think the process can and should accelerate. So uh, it's an exciting time to be involved in the sector in Scotland. A lot can be achieved. And uh, look, I, I think we can plant a billion trees, but it will take a combined effort of, of a huge amount of people and a lot of organizations in Scotland
0: to achieve that so also in the year of cop 26 come to Scotland what kind of reaction have you had to the idea in general well uh, all the reaction that we've received
1: is very positive especially when you explain the details behind it uh, and and how you know how you would go about it and what the benefits are so certainly look there's a lot of enthusiasm out there and and uh, a lot of people are planting trees in their own backyards. That's brilliant. A lot of landowners are uh, looking at their land and going, well, where can we plant some trees and where can we restore habitats? Uh, the government are now investing a lot of money on peatland restoration. There's more and more money coming on stream for other uh, projects. So, look, every, everyone's moving in the right direction. Um, and I think it's good for us to, to have dialogue uh, with, with people uh, who are still kind of um, perhaps uncomfortable with the the concept of ecological uh, 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 restoration rewilding it's not just um, uh, some people think it's perhaps hardcore greenies uh, wanting to to fight existing farmers and landowners it's far from that and uh, and indeed we would argue that landowners uh, across Scotland can make more money uh, by carbon offsetting by planting um, native forestry and restoring habitats and getting the grants that are available for that so there's a huge amount of benefits uh, for landowners uh, and we would want to have dialogue with them and, and explain to them the potential benefits to them. But, but generally, I think things are moving in the right direction uh, and there's a lot, lot of work to be done, but it's a very exciting time.
0: And also, it's not just about us. I hear kids in the background there as well. So, obviously, future generations can benefit from this as well. <laughs> they're, they're playing tennis outside.
1: There you go. So, Wimbledon uh, I don't today, think they're yeah. planting trees at the moment. They're playing tennis. <laughs> yeah.
0: what, what kind of reaction have you had from uh, governments in Scotland and Westminster? Well,
1: it, it, the discussions I've had, I mean, I, I was in touch with uh, Ian Murray, who's the Shadow Secretary of State for Scotland, who was very enthusiastic about it. He contacted Alok Sharma, who's the minister, the Cult minister responsible uh, for um, the, the Climate Change Conference. Um, I, and he was very enthusiastic about the whole Building Trees Initiative. Certainly, he said that uh, this is one of the thing, many things that we should be looking at for COP26. So it was great to get that positive feedback from him.
0: And so, Scotland too? Are you in touch with ministers there? Yes, yeah, so we've been in touch with,
1: with various MPs and ministers. Certainly, we, there's, 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 there's been a lot of enthusiasm for uh, the Billion tree Scotland campaign, uh, and, and, uh, and most political parties now in their manifestos at uh, the last election committed to planting a lot of trees and doing a lot of ecological restoration. So there's a, now a mandate after the election with uh, this uh, SNP Green uh, uh, coalition, but also uh, for the other MSPs who are elected on that uh, manifesto to actually follow up and to look at how to improve and restore habitats across Scotland. And that's, that's a really exciting thing because we never had that degree of... Uh, buy-in from so many political parties and so many people.
0: So if people want to find out more or businesses are interested in learning how they can get involved, what should they do next? Where can they find out more information?
1: Well, there's a whole range of ways to find out more information. I mean, I mean, we're certainly happy to have a discussion with anyone if they want to get in touch. They can have a look on our website. They can email us. We can, we can have a discussion with them. And, and of course, they can speak to other organizations such as the Woodland Trust, uh, Trees for Life, the Borders Forest Trust uh, are all doing great work in different areas. Uh, but I would encourage them to speak to their councillors, to their MPs, their MSPs, and to encourage uh, them to get active on it as well. Uh, the more people uh, that get active, the better. But I mean, even people doing stuff in their own backyards and joining other organisations uh, that are focused on conservation uh, are very valuable. But we are, we are always keen to have discussions with anyone who's interested in, in pursuing uh, uh, ecological restoration in Scotland.
0: And your website address?
1: Our uh, uh, website address is www.kaitiakiconsulting.com, And Kaitiaki, uh, for anyone who doesn't know what it means, is Maori for guardians. So we are uh, the guardians uh, uh, of, of Scotland, but uh, with a, an interesting New Zealand and Maori uh, uh, involvement there.
0: Okay, with that, Alex, folks, thanks very much. Thank you.